Hey everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost and we are coming home from the dentist. I know, how exciting, right? Uh, This is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. Has nothing to do with going to the dentist, but just wanted you to know what was up. This is um, paper crafting, junk journals, life of a crafter. There you go, that's part of life of a crafter. She goes to the dentist. And... Uh, answering your crafty questions. So today I thought we'd talk about uh, the crunchy crinkliness of it all. Fan, not a fan of the paper. Um, Textures, tactile sensations. Uh, Certain papers have a certain crunch or crinkle to them. Uh, Certain papers that often do this are parchment or tracing paper. Um, Especially if they're coffee or tea dyed or baked, they get an extra crinkly factor going on. Um, it's a different feel from regular paper. It's different from vellum. It's different from traditional book page. It's different from old, uh, velvety feeling, beautiful book pages that have, um, like a soft, but yet porous and fibrous feel. There's so many wonderful feels and sensations that can come from paper. And, um, You know, I'm wondering if the crinkly and the crunchy has an extra special appeal. This guy's gonna let me in. Thank you. Um, Because it well, it reminds me of potato chips. The crunch, the crinkle, and I happen to have been eating potato chips recently. I confess to the world, dill pickle was the flavor of choice. Uh, Something about the salty tang. Gotta gotta love it grew up on it in Canada, that and salt and vinegar potato chips, which I think personally is an excellent excellent source of uh, sodium and potassium. It's probably why so many of us eat it <laughs> or eat them. And uh, the crinkly and the crunchy, you can't seem to just have one in your junk journal. Sometimes you want more than one. Sometimes you want a smooth page to have a crinkly, crunchy little torn piece attached as a embellishment or part of a pocket or a tuck or something that the hand can run across, just feel the difference, enjoy it for the moment, and then carry on with your day. And uh, it's kind of a surprise. I think that's what it is. It's the element of surprise of the crinkle. It's unexpected. It's, you know, who would think this would be in there? You know, it, it just kind of pops up and there it is and there you are crinkling and crunching. Maybe it makes you head for the potato chip drawer. It might. It, it has happened to me. I can admit that. Um, but I do get um, an extra kick of joy out of coffee dyeing tracing paper. Tracing paper used to be very popular when I was growing up. Everybody had a pad of tracing paper. And we would try to learn how to draw by tracing pictures in books or magazines and things like that. And then somehow you were supposed to take that and transfer it to a regular piece of paper so that you could actually draw it. And I think there was a piece of carbon paper involved in there somewhere where you would first use just the tracing paper and draw the lines of the image that you saw in the book, for example. And then you would go over and you would put a piece of your regular paper down, like copy paper or print paper. Well, we didn't have that back then, but just regular paper, and then uh, you would put your carbon paper down, then you would lay your tracing paper with the line on it, and then you would trace yet again the line that you had onto um, 
the paper that you actually wanted it to end up on. And then you could go in and color it and fill it in or um, use, um, like you could embellish it a lot more once you had the basic structure on there. Now, today in the land of fancy town tools and things like that, they use light boards, what I've seen. Um, I don't have one, so I don't, I haven't, don't have use or practice using them, but I think they use those to help them draw the shape. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. People like, I think a lot of the, um, I'm not saying everybody, but I think a lot of the art, like portrait artists, like, or the dog artists, you know, when you send in a, a picture of your dog and you want somebody to paint your dog or draw your dog, I think what they do is they take that and they put it on the light board or they do something where they can actually just draw the shape of your dog and then they go in and fill in the details. I think, I'm not 100% sure, but I think it gives them a lot more accuracy quickly so it actually looks like your dog. Now, I do have an experience of uh, uh, learning how to draw in pencil and um, I have, I have, I learned from YouTube, it, that was my experience. Uh, learning little tips and tricks. I thought that would be a fun thing to do back in 2015. And I practiced a lot with that and that was fun. And I tried to draw my dog Ludwig, who was also a Maltese at the time. And I did not use any of those fancy techniques. And boy, I can tell you that that poor little drawing looks nothing like my, my dog Ludwig, but he was very forgiving. He said it was okay that I was experimenting with his little face. And he appreciated every moment, and I'm sure he got a treat. Um, so all is well. But yeah, I could have used some help there. But it's part of the learning process. And I think that if you pull in other things to learn into your world of junk journaling, because so many things can be incorporated into your junk journal world, um, your crinkly, crunchy tracing papers, your... Um, fledgling ability to learn how to draw with pencil can be added to your junk journals. You can you can just take your pencil and do a little doodle in the corner of a with of a flower. It doesn't have to be anything massive or magnificent. It can just be something subtle and light. You can move up to doing it with pens and markers and um, colored pencils and things like that. You can use rubber stamps and just um, uh, you know that's easy just rubber stamp something and then color it in with colored pencil or gelato or paint or something like that just as a little accent on a page it doesn't have to be big or huge or overwhelming overwhelming but it can be boy a lot of fun and you feel like you're going places and you're doing things and you're spreading your wings and you're pushing your envelope and you're you're growing as a junk journalist because it encompasses everything and you're never done learning something new that you can add to your junk journal. I've seen people knit and crochet borders around their junk journal covers. I mean, it's just amazing how people bring in what they know or what they'd like to learn into the world of making a book. And um, there's something kind of cool about that, especially if you give yourself the freedom to give it a try and not be judgmental on yourself and just, just have fun with it. Just give it a go 
keep reminding yourself it's only paper or it's only fabric or I'm experimenting. Let's just see what happens. Let's see how much fun we can really have if we really go for it. And you might surprise yourself. Now, you may end up with a big hunk of mess too, and that's okay. But sometimes that hunk of mess, let's say it's really super hunk of mess. Like you you just say to yourself, there's no way this can ever be a junk journal or anything worth presenting to somebody else or even to hide from myself for years to pull out later and say, oh, it wasn't that bad. No, it's, it's beyond that. It's just really bad. You can deconstruct it. You can take it apart and use parts and pieces of it. Um, you can use pages of it to make a master board where you're just gluing and collaging different pieces down and then you're maybe putting Mod Podge all over the whole big thing and then you're going to cut it up and use it for junk journal cards or bookmarks or pockets or tucks or belly bands and I'm now in a school zone and I gotta go 15 miles an hour go slow down Pam okay I'm going 15 I am now officially in the school zone going 15 miles an hour yes and um, so one begets the next begins the next you guys are not going 15 miles an hour I'm going 15 you're going 20 you're going you over there you're going 25 I, you're totally okay I'm out of the school zone now okay we're good and thank goodness it was a short one and I didn't even see one kidlet not even one um, so always adding to your repertoire if you feel like you're getting stuck or stagnant or it's you're getting repetitive where it's not fun anymore if sometimes repetition is good for learning a skill or you're getting into your groove or you're getting going with the flow and things feel good and you're enjoying the Zen of it all sometimes repetition can get boring and dry and and oh, been there done that want to try something new let me let me experience something different but it's only paper how many new things can I do it's unlimited you won't run out of ideas you just keep going around and keeping your eyes open and allow inspiration to hit you. Um, look at other people's ideas and be inspired by it. Often what you're going to do is you're going to take an essence of what somebody else does. I don't know what you're going to do, but this is what I do. I'll take an essence of what somebody else was doing and I'll kind of make it my own. I'll, I'll maybe look at the picture but not watch the process. And I'll just see if I was going to do something along that line, what would be my approach? How would I do it? And... Um, or because re really I I'm um, I could watch the whole video on that but I, I don't I don't um, I don't give myself the opportunity to sit down and do that enough I probably ought to do that because that's enjoyable and you, and you do learn things from other people and I used to do that a lot and I don't do it as much anymore just because of time constraints but um, I miss that and I think I, that I would like to add back to and more drawing and more doodling I think a writing journal which doesn't have a lot of heavy embellishment but has maybe many little personally drawn or designed accents here and there little splashes I think that would be a lot of fun maybe we'll do something like that coming up soon and we'll experiment and try different ways to make little little you know splashes of surprise on you know every second or third page or something like that you can you can put it on every page you can put it on the four corners you can put it on um, in the center there's really no place that you can't put it people can write around things they can write across things through things um, that might be fun to do just kind of you know shake the old apple tree and try something different um, I have no idea where this went from the crunchiness and the crispiness and the crinkliness of the tracing paper but 
you know, one idea begets the next, and next thing you know, there you are in an entirely new place. And that's okay, because that's kind of what a junk journal is. You go from one to idea to the next to the next. And even if you're working in a theme, um, birds, Victorian, butterflies, or you're working in a color theme, or you're um, working in a like comic strip theme, something like that, you're going to still have a lot of variety in what you do, even if you're focusing on common elements. There's so many different ways you can use common elements. And that's kind of neat. That's kind of very neat. Um, what road am I on? Okay, I know where I am now. Um, thank you. And it's slowly getting to be rush hour and everybody's working, moving at a snail's pace. And okay, Sunshine's little friend Baxter, um, he had to go to the vet because he had this big thing on his side of his face that busted open and you know it got nasty so he is going to have that looked at he's an older dog you know how they get the lumpies and things like that and um, we just might want to make sure he's comfy and everything's okay so Sonny's a little worried but I told him you know it's gonna be okay no matter what it is we'll make it through and um, Baxter's comfortable but he doesn't like anybody touching it right now so his mama was a little worried so Baxter it's it's like Sonny's only dog friend, so we want Baxter around for a while. They get along so well. Um, I, don't, I don't know where I said this, on a, if it was on a podcast or if it was in a video, but Baxter came over for a visit, and he went and sat on Sonny's favorite spot. There's a big white pillow on the couch where he can sit up there and look around. He can see outside. He can see Mama. He can see all the action in the house, and he can see when that Amazon guy comes to the front door. And uh, apparently Baxter figured out the exact same spot um, and how wonderful it was. And he was nesting in it. And Sonny let it go. He didn't take issue. He said, no, no, it's okay. You go ahead. You, you nest in my favorite spot. I will, I will send you warm, loving thoughts. Mom, can I have a treat, please? I'm, I'm being a really good boy right now. And he was. He was being a really good boy. And uh, I think I got to pick him up some carrots to keep his teeth clean. He's getting two and a half now and starting to see the little yellow on the teeth so we're going to have to go in for the, the dental exam. He passed his last dental exam with flying colors. Oh, we're in another school zone. 15 miles an hour. Here we go. Slow down. So where are you going to take your papers today? Or where are you going to allow your imagination to flow without restriction? And... Um, Sometimes a fun thing to do if you get... Okay, that's 17 miles an hour. Slow down. Um, you're all going too fast. You're passing me. Look at you. Look at you. Every one of you. Okay, you're, you're going 15. Okay, here we go. Um, we're out of the school zone. Um, if you're overwhelmed or you're lost and you don't know where to start, grab five things. Some paper, maybe some pigment or color, ink, paint. Grab a pen, a pencil grab some book pages, just grab like five odd things and just put those on your desk and say, I'm going to play with these today and just see where it takes me. Or I'm going to take a book page and I'm going to sit here and I'm going to try and fold it in different ways just to see if I can come up with something fun that I would like to put in my junk journal. Something different. Maybe it's not going to be the same old, same old. I'm not just going to make a pocket. No, no, no. I'm not just going to make a tuck. Oh, no, no, no. Or I'm going to make a triple tuck or a pocket of pockets. I'm going to make an extendable accordion folder pocket that has little dividers on the inside. I'm going to make something that's 
Velcro detachable from the inside cover. Look at me go. I mean, you just don't know where you're going to go with this stuff. It can be quite interesting. And um, eye-opening. So sometimes less is more. I know it's not easy to handle that concept in the world of junk journals because we just love to grab every little bit and and, um, piece and this and that just to bring it into our world so that we can have some fun with it. Uh, That reminds me, I need to go pack some more scrappy paper packs and scrappy fabric packs for our Friday craft chat um, contests. If you are interested in joining those contests, all you do, it's very easy, all you do is, um, no, don't go, buddy. I'm I'm going. Okay. Um, You post a comment on the most current craft chat on Friday, Junk Journal Craft Chat. It's a video. And um, um, what you do is you just post a comment and you can post more than one comment and even if you've already won one you can post comments or one com- more than one comment I have tried, like to make it easy for you so um, and it's kind of a nice way for me to get to know you guys because you post thoughts and questions and curiosities and ideas about what you're making or or questions about supplies and things like that and um, that's kind of fun to get to know you so this conversation cannot be all one-sided. I love to hear from you guys too. Um, I wish I could get back to everybody all the time, but that ship has sailed. Uh, so I, I, I kind of like doing these craft chats and then the podcast craft chat where I'm able to sit down and get to know you guys better and hear what you're thinking and feeling and stuff because I know I hear you talking back to the, to the YouTube video. I can hear every word you're saying. So, and there's, there's a lot of you talking at the same time. Yes, there is. <laughs> Sunny can definitely hear all of you. And um, um, so it's kind of fun to interact that way. And just to think that all these wild and crazy paper-loving people are all over the world gluing and cutting paper in reckless abandon for no good reason other than just to have fun, play, relax, unwind, detach, um, let go of all our heavy responsibilities or heavy thoughts of the day and just play with some paper. It's, it's amazing, shockingly amazing to me, how universal the love of playing with paper is. And I was flabbergasted because I had no idea. I had no idea people would be interested in paper scraps or fabric scraps. Um, but these are, I understand now that th- these people see possibilities in this, these little tiny things and they can be put together and arranged and, and, and cut up and snipped and, and, and uh, you can just create so many things from them if you allow yourself to go beyond what you actually see. You have to kind of open up your imaginative mind and look beyond and see what's there and start rolling things around in your head. What would this look like on that? What could I do with this? How about that? That's different. I would have never thought of to put this with that. How's that feel? Things like that. And um, that's where oceans of possibilities are born. And we all have that ability. Um, it's limitless. It's never endless. Never endless. That's the wrong phrase. It's never ending. It's endless there you go (laughs) and um, it's fun and um, by gosh we all deserve a little more fun in life don't we it's not just for the kids that's right don't give up on your fun and uh, keep having it have it like a vitamin every day whether it's paper or whether you're just playing around in your garden or knitting or doing your laundry and having fun or maybe you're cooking something in the kitchen and you're using some different spices today 
Maybe it's the old chicken and vegetables again, but you're going for Cajun spice today. Maybe you're going to do something different um, and just see where it goes. And you never know where you're going to end up. Um, don't do nothing. Nothing gets you nowhere. You know, relaxing is not nothing. But uh, if you get stuck in the land of nothing where you just, like, your day is the same day after day. Nope, nope, we got to shake you up. Dust off the cobwebs and roll up your imaginative sleeves and try something new because uh, there's fun to be had. Yes, even for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot more than you think, and it's not that hard. So, um, thanks for hanging out. Um, I love talking with you guys, and I can't wait to read your comments. So, everybody, take care. I'll be talking to you soon. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost. <laughs>